0: try a fantastic selection of flavorful coffee blends at the brosters.com stevie get off that couch and make a healthy change without leaving your home amazing resistance band and yoga workout programs at an affordable price that will help you become a band new you hear from the pros who live the biz bro
1: Through the years, we all remember when we first witnessed a national tragedy. We remember the good times and the bad times through either a song, a TV show, a monumental sports achievement, or even the smell of a particular food from when we were young. Welcome to the show that will take you on a journey through time to relive those iconic moments. Welcome. To RTW Rewind, where old school rules. So, without any further delay, let's introduce you to the host of the show, Rad Rob Rob Francois. Hey guys, welcome back to RTW Rewind.
2: I am your host. Radicalized Rob, Rob Francois, I hope everybody's doing well all around the world, and thank you for being here. We are live on HMG YouTube channel, as well as my Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash rad rob gaming, and our Facebook page for RTW, facebook.com slash rad turtles wrestling. I have a very special guest with me right now. He is a independent wrestler and a hell of a pizza maker. Uh, if you have not seen this guy on the indies, uh, I, I tell you, man, he's, uh, he, he's, a he's a unique fellow. Uh, <laughs> let's welcome the one and only the incomparable Luigi Primo
3: Luigi. How's it going, brother? I'm Luigi Primo. Thank you for having me on. I make a best of pizza.
2: Well, it's good to have you here and, uh, you are quite the man with the pizza, there, brother. Uh, uh, we're gonna deep dive into your uh, into your history. So uh, let's let's start at the beginning. It's a better no better place to start. Uh, where are you from originally?
3: That's, all right. That's all right. I'm, a I'm from, I'm a fr- I'm a from a Naples, in Italy, and I came to uh, Austin, in Texas, to uh, bring my older country pizza skills uh, to America. And once there, I began making a pizza in the pizza restaurants, and I began refining my pro wrestling skills by a training under a wrestler named Jay Sirius, or a Jojo Bravo, as he has been known alternately. And from there, I've been booked in various federations around Texas in order to wrestle and also to make a pizza, because that's another hobby of mine is making pizza in addition to a wrestling.
2: Who taught you how to make pizza? I mean, you you you're pretty uh, pretty talented spinning the
3: spinning the dough there. Who uh, who trained you? So when you were working the pizza restaurants, there usually there's just a some a line cook who's been there for a ten or a fifteen years, and it wasn't no different than a me. There was uh, this a guy named uh, Chris Savoldi, unrelated to the Savoldi uh, wrestling family. He taught me some good throwing techniques. And also just uh, all of the uh, part-time and a full-time line cooks. And it kind of comes together by osmosis. Lately, I've been uh, studying the work of a guy named Juan Hermosillo, who's from uh, Mexico. And he is known as one of the best pizzaiolos in the world. But uh, one thing he can't to do is a wrestle. At least I don't think. So I have him a beat there. In wow. fact, I have a most of pizza chefs beat there because I think I'm the only pizza chef wrestler.
2: Uh, you're the only one that I know of. So you got that going for you. Uh, I, I met one of your family members. I won't say who, uh, but they, they highly put you over uh, and said that uh, you're, you're uh, wrestling for uh, Party World Wrestling. Is that correct?
3: That's right. That's my home federation in Austin, Texas. We've got a show on September 25th called A Rawhide Rave. It is, of course, a uh, cowboy and music-themed wrestling show. So there'll probably be a lot of uh, cowboy wrestlers, as well as uh, myself. I'll be taking on one of my arrivals, Pizza Patron from uh, Austin, who is an, another rival pizza chef who does not respect the art of a pizza. So I'm uh, hoping I can get a victory on a ham on a that a night. But that's the main. That's the main one. But then I work for a lot of other ones in the Texas, such as a RCW in a San Antonio and a hybrid wrestling in a San Antonio. As well as some places in the uh, in the South, in you know, Oklahoma and uh, Arkansas as well.
2: So there's another rival pizza chef wrestler out there. Uh, what right. are the odds? Uh, what, do they have, what are the odds of having two of you? Uh, that's got to be some kind of a. Do you have a story rivalry? Is this a new thing? Yeah. I mean, what's the story there?
3: The thing about a Pizza Patron is he's not even really a pizza chef. He franchises these restaurants and he staffs them, but he doesn't actually make the pizzas. But he calls himself Pizza Patron because he thinks that just because he owns the business, he understands what it means to make a good a pizza. But I know that to make a good a pizza, you have to put a your heart and your soul into it, as well as a good a cheese and a toppings. But he doesn't even get it close to the oven. So that's why I think I can beat him in a wrestling.
2: Now, does he claim to be a pizza chef? I mean, does he claim to be as skilled as you are?
3: Yeah, he claims to be. He, no, he says he doesn't need it to because he get other people to do it for them. But when you work in a food service industry as long as I have, you learn that you have to rely on yourself. You have a people you trust who will work with, but at the end of the day, say somebody comes in and has a knife and tries to rob you, you have to be the one to avalto over the counter, waist lock them, suplex them, get them in the camel clutch, throw them out of the restaurant. You have to rely on yourself to do that. You might not have someone there to do it with you.
2: I mean, that's true. That's true. At least you're always prepared. I mean, who would not want to have you in the restaurant? Not only do you make the best pizza in the world, but you can kick everyone's ass as well.
3: That's right. Everybody wants me in their restaurant because I wear a wrestling singlet at all times, and it is extremely sanitary.
2: I can't imagine it, it wouldn't be. Uh, so, you know, you remind me a lot of uh, a character from my favorite game Minecraft. Um, You're talking about yeah, a Minecraft. Yeah, it's, it's Minecraft. I'm a big Minecraft fan. Um, I'm sure you get that a lot.
3: Yeah, people say I look like the a cactus guy from a Minecraft or from a. Or from that guy from a Mario Brothers, um, Bowser. Is <laughs> yeah. his, his name? Yeah, I get that. I get that a lot.
2: Gotcha. But definitely uh, not not this guy. It's me,
3: Mario. Woo-hoo. Let's just see. Was that you who said that? Who said that?
2: Uh, it was just a, a clip my producer put in. So.
3: Wow, that's amazing. No, but I have not known. I I had a, a cousin. I think his name was a Mario Spaghetti or something. Gotcha. I think he, um, he, he would mostly cook the pasta. He didn't cook pizza, as I do. So that was the main thing that it differentiated us. But people still got us a confused because of the Italian food connection.
2: I can see that. I can see that. You I'm don't not like- against
3: <laughs> the pasta. I'm, okay. to, to be clear, I'm not against the pasta, but I just don't make it myself.
2: I mean, I, you know, I'm a big guy, so I, I like pasta. I carb a load every, every chance they get. But again, if I really got, you know, somebody put a gun to my head and asked me what my favorite food was. Uh, I tell most cheeseburgers, but I really love pizza, too. So, I mean, pizza's kind of like cheeseburgers are here. And then pizza's kind of like, yeah, right there. People listening to this have no idea what I'm talking about. But, uh, but no,
3: pizza's pretty high on my list. Well, that's a good. And one thing you can do is you can order a pizza that has a ground beef on it. So that way it kind of satisfies a both of those strata where you get a hamburger and the pizza. But it's not a hamburger a pizza.
2: You're so smart. I don't know why I never thought of that. I mean, this is this is, this is is great information. I'm going to actually order uh, a pizza with ground beef on it, uh, well, probably
3: when we're done here. There you go. That's all it takes to get a good pizza. Is just a one, take a one a chance, and you'll be rewarded. Is
2: there any pizza topping that you will not eat? Is there anything that you don't like?
3: So I think you have to be very careful with the some pizza toppings, such as a red onion. Red onion, if it's not, cut thin and caramelized, it basically paralyzes your mouth when it touches it. It's a tear gas, essentially. It does not taste good and it's a little bit of dangerous, but if you get it a nice and a thin or maybe a pre-cook it and a grill it, then it's a very good. Um, also, you know, anchovies, you need to make sure you use a high quality and they're relatively fresh or else you'll turn your pizza into a garbage can. Gotcha. That you might as well just put all the garbage on because then nobody's gonna eat it, and it's gonna go in the trash.
2: Now, I've never eaten anchovies, but people tell me it doesn't taste fishy; it just tastes really salty. Is that true? Salty, that's all right. Yeah, that's that's what
3: I've heard. I've never had it either. Okay, that's fair.
2: Uh, me personally, I, I'm typically a, a pepperoni, sausage, and onion guy. But you're right about the onion thing. If, if they're not cooked right, uh, I'm no good. I'm done for a couple hours. Like I have to, I have to go get some uh, some Mentos. Uh, or, you know, some kind of a mint, uh, you know, to, to clear that t- taste out of my mouth. Uh, but I am a big fan of onions. Uh, but when uh, typically my favorite dish that I make is onion soup. And when with you cook co- the onions, uh, it, your house smells like onions the entire day.
3: With a great onion comes a great responsibility. That's what my uncle Abana always would tell me before I cooked with the onion. And then uh, one day he was uh, tragically killed by a burglar close to my oh. house. And so I went and I found the burglar and I threw an onion in the manner of a baseball into his temple, and it didn't make me feel much better. And after that a day, I decided I would be a Spider Man. I I mean that I would make a best pizza.
2: Ah, gotcha. Okay, yeah. I mean it's a it's a very similar story uh, to what I heard. Uh, apparently, Uncle Ben's just really have no luck when it comes to being robbed and murdered. It's, uh, it's a it's it's an epidemic.
3: Yeah, if if you. Are somebody's uncle, and your name is a Ben. Be very careful at a night, because somebody is going to rob you, and it's probably going to go the worst possible way. So and I would recommend keeping to well lit streets.
2: Yeah, you think you would have saw that coming, but yeah, it's uh, or that's maybe
3: a- go or maybe go out with you, you know if you are married and there's an aunt part of that equation or another uncle part of that equation. Maybe that can help keep you safe. But we have a saying in my restaurant: "Alone, Uncle Ben." always poorly ends. Go out with your aunt and then you will not haunt your children. It's up on a plaque right when you get in the door and it says that. Um, that's... People I... look at it and they say, oh, yeah, that's could... an interesting thing to have in a pizza restaurant. You have this information about people's uncles. And I say, yes, but you can learn as well as eating in a pizza place
2: and it's quite wordy too that must take up uh, quite a bit of room there
3: we had to get the font size a pretty small and we had to uh switch to a joker man font from the original font which was impact bold which was a
0: too big
2: gotcha that makes a lot of sense um what are your thoughts on the national pizza chains like domino's pizza hut uh marco's do they uh Uh, Do do they make decent pizza? I mean, I know it's not as good as yours, but I mean, is there a place for guys like that?
3: Well, I I think some people, you know, it's all about a difference of expectations and opinions. Some people enjoy putting a trash and a garbage into their mouths. And so for them, I would say it's good to go to a Domino's or to go to a Pizza Hut. But for those who want a real Italian pizza that it tasted good and it probably won't have a glass in it. a screws or a live ammunition like they might have at a domino's accidentally on their pizza i would go to a primo ristorante italiano, but that's just a my opinion
2: yeah i mean that's fair i I can't argue with that uh there was one time when i went to domino's uh and there was a a machete in the pizza i mean it's just completely random um thankfully i I didn't bite into it uh happens
3: every day
2: it does yeah it's uh it's really unfortunate Uh, If I were to want to get into the culinary arts and and become a uh, pizzianato like yourself, what would be the best place for me to start?
3: Let's see. Now, I would recommend for making a pizza at a home just to mix it, the dough, with your hands. It takes about 45 minutes. But it's really not so bad, and then you can hand stretch the pizza, and you can put whatever you want on it, and then you just got to get the oven as hot as possible, and you'll pretty much be able to make a pizza. Now, if you have access to a commercial kitchen, your options become much broader because if you have a dough mixer and an oven that gets to six or seven hundred degrees, then you can make a real professional quality a pizza.
2: Dude, that's a lot of work. Can I just yeah. get DiGiorno or
3: just order out? I mean, that's. I mean you, I'm here to make sure that not everybody has to make the best of pizza, I make the best of pizza, so that others can go about their lives. And, uh, you know, because not everybody has to be a pizza chef, or wrestler, some people might be into, you know, maybe being a roller skater themed wrestler, or uh, what other kinds of jobs are there out there, maybe like a salesman themed wrestler, all kinds of people in this world.
2: What would you rather do would you rather make pizzas for the rest of your life or wrestle
3: see to a me it's all one unified art form of a pizza wrestling for instance when i'm in the ring with my opponent usually the way that i try to defeat them is i throw them down and then i begin squeezing their trapezius muscles and kneading the dough if you will and mm. that weakens the neck muscles so i can hit my finisher be a pizza cutter Which puts the oppression on the neck, and so I beat them using a techniques I learned in the pizza restaurant. And likewise, when I'm making a go to pizza, if one of my employees is causing a problem, or maybe it comes in late, or maybe it throws a knife at me, I can uh, duck it. I can uh, grab their arm, throw them, and do the same maneuver to them, but in the context of the pizza restaurant. So for me, you can't really have a one without the other, because basically the food service is a violence in many different ways.
2: I don't think I want to go to Austin if your pizza restaurants are that violent. That's, uh, that, that's pretty crazy.
3: Yeah. It's always a something, you know, we, that we get into a brawls in the back or maybe somebody comes in and starts a yelling about an evening. they a favor order. And in which case I usually suplex them over onto a table, table explodes in a half that, that pretty much usually it solves the problem, but sometimes it turns into a, it turns into something that takes a little more time, and we have to kind of go back and forth, and I might have to throw some throw some elbows and some Neapolitan-style uppercuts. I'm a wiener. So you must go through a lot of tables. Yes, we go through quite a few tables at a Primo Ristorante Italiano. We get, I would say, a new order of a four to six tables every week because they're constantly being destroyed by the brawls we have.
2: Uh, hopefully you don't use any ladders, do you?
3: we have but not always we usually just have a one in the back and we'll take it out on a special occasions maybe to decide who gets the uh, thursday a shift we'll have whoever can climb to the top to sign their name in a first gets to gets to have that a shift usually what happens is all the tables get it destroyed but the ladders are usually pretty resilient so it's how do you- to using the same ladder for a while
2: okay well now how do the customers feel when uh, all these donny brooks break out
3: they do not like it. They usually flee the restaurant when a chaos explodes all around them. Some people just don't appreciate a good pizza. That's a Maya theory, I think, as to why they leave when there's a destruction and a violence all around them.
2: I mean, you know, it's dinner and a show. That's, that's You know, there's plenty of places that do that. Uh, Chuck E. Cheese does that, and, uh, you know, the, the, the Catfields and McCoys do that in, in East Tennessee. So, I mean, it's a wrestling match uh, and, and and pizza. I mean, that, that, there like you go, said,
3: hand in hand, right? That's a, what it says when you go into my restaurant on a wall. It says a primo ristorante italiano. It's just like a Chuck E. Cheese, except with a fighting and a broken of tables and a one ladder.
2: And no mice. I mean, it, hopefully no mice. The health department would not like that at all.
3: That's right. I, I typically don't mention there's a no mice because if you say, oh, there's a no mice in my restaurant, people will assume... Okay, you're saying that because you have a mice in your restaurant. So I just leave that part out. But but again, it's a good thing to point out that we don't have a mice in our restaurant, like they might add a Marco's or a, a Double Dave's or a Papa John's.
2: Yeah, we don't like, with a mice. Yeah, we don't like to talk about Papa John's here. That's that's it's like cardboard with sauce on it. So uh, very sweaty. Yeah. Sweaty.
3: Oh, that's one thing I respect about a Papa John's is their owner is a very sweaty.
2: Yes, and yep. I, I
3: too get a very sweaty i do too
2: but that's because i'm fat um so you must be in pretty high demand being the uh, amazing pizza chef that you are have there been other restaurants that have tried to lure you away
3: eh, my relationship with the other pizza restaurants eh, ha- is a little fraught in austin because you know there's this a competition but i'm a friends with some of the people who work at uh work at a home slice pizza which is a great chain here in Austin, Texas and a Via 313 which is the Detroit. I don't know if you've ever had a Detroit style pizza.
2: Only a little Caesars.
3: It's Detroit style pizza is it's quite a good. It, it's kind of a challenging because it's in a square which you know pizza is around was my impression, but but Detroit style square pizza is actually pretty dang good. So those are places I wouldn't mind minded moonlighting at. You know, but I have my own business to think about, so I always have to put it at a first.
2: I don't know if I could wrap my head around a square pizza, because, I mean, like you said, pizza is round. It's always been round. It's been round my entire life. I've never personally been to Detroit, but, I mean, nothing against Detroitians, but uh, they're they're not doing it right.
3: The way – yes, I – the way that I do it is I pretend that there's a circle around it, and that kind of keeps me from a bugging out too hard. But it's interesting that you say that because in a Detroit, you know, it's known for making a cars which have a round of wheels. So you'd think their pizza would be around, but it's a square.
2: That that makes a lot of sense. That makes a lot of sense. And I, again, never, I never put that together.
3: I I was. Big against them when I first find out their pizza was a square, but then I had tasted it and it's a pretty much like a opiates. You would get a mad when you're done eating it because you want to eat it a more.
2: So have you ever thought of maybe incorporating that into your pizza making style?
3: You know, pan pizzas are not a for a me to a make. I like to make a traditional hand tossed or a thin crust Neapolitan style pizza, but I do appreciate a good uh, a good pan pizza if it's a done a right.
2: Uh, the only pan pizza I ever really liked was Pizza Hut, but that was that was back in the 80s. It, it doesn't taste the same now. If I were to describe my ideal pizza now, it uh, would be uh, a New York style. Now, I used to live in the Northeast. I lived in Connecticut for quite a while. So there were plenty of uh, New York style pizza places there. Uh, since I've moved to Tennessee, which is where my wife is from, uh, a lot have people have migrated from the Northeast because, well, it's just it's overtaxed. It's it's really miserable to live there, and nobody's happy. Right. So like, we got to get out of here. We're going to go down south and bring our pizza with us, and thank God for that because, man, we have uh, some of the best New York-style pizza in the entire world right here in Middle
3: Tennessee. So well, one thing, do they – I've heard that one of the main things is the, awa- the difference in the water. That's between correct. Between the, in- the Northeast and other places. So I wonder if they've found a way around to that. If they can fully replicate the flavor,
2: there is a place here that actually imports water from New York City. Classic. Yes, that's amazing. I mean, that's, What's that's dedication to your craft?
3: And so I think I'm coming to a Tennessee in uh, October. I think it is. So may, maybe I'll check one of these places out. What's it called?
2: uh it's called amico's pizza there's also uh five points pizza i mean i can i can take you out for a couple slices uh for sure i'll, I'll show you the best that we have here and you can compare well, it would... against, your against your own you know
3: that sounds perfect that's the one thing i love to do when i'm in a new state is to try a new pizzas and to yeah, invite new people
2: yeah you never know Not what you're gonna find place. right i mean you might be enlightened i mean i mean Sometimes you think you know it all about pizza, but then you find something else, like you did with Detroit. And who knows? I mean, maybe you'll, uh, maybe you'll find a new trick of the trade.
3: And it could be, because you know, some people, it's good to keep your mind open about a pizza. But I, I think I pretty much know it all. But maybe, maybe I can't. At least to pretend that I don't. Okay, I mean that's fair. Uh,
2: young shirt in the chat says New York style for sure, but. Here's the elephant in the room. Mike Durban says Chicago deep dish.
3: Now, does he really mean that? Or is he just saying it because he's heard it somewhere before? I mean, that's possible. I mean, it,
2: you know, people are like sheep nowadays. But because, uh, I,
3: I, because I'm not even sure if I've met somebody who says, oh, I like a Chicago deep dish because it's my favorite type of a pizza to eat. Even well, people from Chicago. Well, he, he like, did
2: in Chicago. That's okay.
3: okay, so may- maybe it does. But I, Because that was my impression, was when I went to Chicago, I'm going to have the Chicago-style pizza. But I was told, the deep dish isn't the actual Chicago-style pizza. A regular, a thinner style is a more representative, whereas the deep dish is kind of like a, uh, I don't know, a little, like, like it's a novelty. special thing. Yeah,
2: it's, it's a novelty. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I was told, too. And I, I asked him about that, and he thought I was crazy. So uh, but, see, I, I don't want to eat pizza with a fork and knife is supposed to be handheld. You're supposed to fold right. it. You know, or just eat it with mm-hmm. your hand, and you're not supposed to eat it with utensils.
3: How about this, though? New York or a New Jersey style of pizza?
2: Oh, boy. Um, there's, a, there's a fine line between the two. Uh, New Jersey pizza kind of smells like sewage, so uh, I typically go with the New York
3: pizza. Yeah, that makes a sense. Uh, I'm going to a New Jersey on uh, in early October, so... I will be able to to uh, better evaluate it. Last time I was there, we just went to the uh, boardwalk and got some uh, pizza that was just in the uh, the uh, places that the chain places that were there. Mm-hmm. But I've been uh, told I'm going to be taken to a very special in New Jersey style restaurant next time I go there and get a real a uh, New Jersey pizza. So yeah, fair. I feel like I could tell the difference between them, but it was uh, hard for me to put my finger on it. Maybe it's that. Maybe it's the uh, subtle notes of a human. A waste. Yeah,
2: George Carlin used to say, uh, you know, the, the it shouldn't be the Garden State. I mean, if unless you're growing smokestacks, uh, and and the state motto should be, "Kiss her where it smells, take her to New Jersey." Uh, so that's always words that I've I've learned to live by. Uh, but let me know how it goes. I mean, uh, you know, maybe it's just maybe it's just me. Maybe I don't know. Maybe I had COVID that day, and my my, my taste and smell were off. I don't know. Uh, probably what it was. Probably
3: the the twenty uh, four hour COVID.
2: Yeah, which happens quite a bit, especially uh, in Florida. But anyway, uh, so getting back to wrestling, which we haven't really talked about, because I mean, I'm a I'm a fan of pizza more than I am wrestling nowadays. Uh, what uh, you said, your your <laughs> your finisher is a pizza cutter. Uh, is that uh, similar to uh, the
3: diamond cutter or the RKO? It is legally distinct from the yeah. diamond cutter. I don't want to get sued. <laughs> okay. That's I do it. Di- I do a different a gesture before I do it. I ah. hit someone. I give them the chef's a kiss, and then down they go on their face.
2: Oh, there you go. That's not even. Yeah, that's not even close. So I mean, yeah, yeah. you're you're good there.
3: And yeah. with the Randy Orton, he has the thing where it's out of nowhere, whereas yeah. this has telling- a pretty a protracted and a obvious a setup. So I would not say it's out of nowhere. It's a very clearly from a somewhere.
2: So do your opponents ever uh, get to jump on you since they can see it coming a mile away? I mean, how effective is your maneuver?
3: I would say yes, and often. It works about 40 to to 50% of the time, but when it doesn't work, the match is over. But sometimes, you know, they'll, they'll throw me off, they'll see it coming. But I have some places I can go from there, such as step up to the middle rope, hit the cross body. That's another way that I can win a match is by jumping onto my opponent, either from the top or the middle of a rope, sometimes throw a little spin into there or sometimes just uh, land on them like I am topping them, like <clears> I am the topping and they are the pizza is how I try to think of it in that a situation. Wow.
2: That's uh, – that's uh, everyone put those two together. That's Yeah, that makes a lot of sense uh, physiologically. Uh, so, you know, you noticed – or you mentioned earlier about uh, getting somebody down and, and, and kneading them like you're kneading dough – uh, to me, that just rang a bell. Uh, that maybe you should also be a masseuse. That sounds like you'd be really good at that too.
3: I suppose I could have tried to do a good Italian massage on a people, but I would be I would be concerned that the strength of my hand might cause irreparable nerve damage.
2: Oh yeah, that deep tissue yeah stuff. It's it's it can be brutal. Yeah, because I've I'm a-
3: not sure if I can if I can hold it back once I get it gone. <clears throat> yeah start punishing the ado or my opponent or which, yeah, that would be, that would be the difficult thing would be yeah. this person is my client. I'm supposed to massage them, but I would to keep being like, Oh, I'm going to witness a match. And then I, you know, I get yeah. intense and maybe throw on a chin lock. It would be hard for me to compartmentalize if I'm a doing this, a movement that I only ever do when I'm a making a pizza or a wrestling. It, yeah. it would be adding, it would be adding pizza, wrestling, massage, which I'm not as sure if I could keep those three things in my brain at the same time, probably something bad would happen. And someone might've get hurt.
2: Okay. Well, forget I mentioned it because that's, that's probably a lawsuit nightmare right there. So yeah. Fr- sorry. I mentioned that now. How do you not destroy the dough when you're making the pizza? If your hands are so strong, I mean, how, uh, how tough is the dough that you work with? The
3: dough's is, well, see it, it's tough, and it gets tougher as you work it. So, at some point, you you just stop, and it's done. But really, you can't work it hard enough when you are when you're first, uh, you know, when you're kneading it and you're putting it into the balls because you're just uh, you're trying to. There's like a structure of the like protein and stuff inside it that you need to uh, break apart and uh, reconnect, and it creates a stronger chains. Which is going to give it the good chewiness. It's a really an art form. You don't want to over knead it, but you have to, to know how much to do it and when to stop. Because part people don't realize that part of the flavor of a pizza is the texture of the dough, hmm. and because yes. that's what's going to deliver the saltiness and the sweetness. That's going to perform the they're going to be the foundation for the cheese and the toppings that make the pizza
0: good.
2: Yeah, I, I didn't know that. I mean, most people just assume pizza is just a uh, a carrier for the toppings. But what you're telling me now, which completely blows my mind, is that uh, the, the crust and the, the pizza dough itself is, is the most important part.
3: That's right. You're, I mean, you're from the Northeast. You know that a pizza with the no toppings, it's not a cheese pizza. It's a regular. Yeah. It's a regular pizza. And you can put a bonus things on the top of that. But a cheese pizza is the natural and ideal estate. Of a pizza, in my opinion.
2: No, no, you're, you're absolutely right about that. Uh, and cheese absolutely does make the difference. I've been to some places that uh, that use fresh mozzarella. Sorry, mu- mu- mozzarella. That's, always, uh, that's
3: the correct per- yeah. Italian pronunciation.
2: Yes. Uh, and there's some people that, I guess, you know, bought their cheese at Stop and Shop or Kroger or somewhere. It's just, it's not good. Uh, but cheese makes all the difference, absolutely, 100,000%. Uh, where do you source your cheese from?
3: Oh, there's some kind of a weird a feed- feedback.
2: Ah, uh, sorry. Yeah, that's that's strange.
3: Some of voices in my in my ear. Hmm. Uh, so I a source a Maya cheese. Sorry, this is a feedback. Do you hear that? No. Nope. No, I don't hear anything. Okay, so I a source a Maya cheese typically from a Cisco of foods, but I only get the highest quality of mozzarella. Sorry, I'm going to try and I keep going with this feedback because it's like there are the ghosts of my past talking in my ears at all times.
2: Yeah, I'm sorry to hear that. That's uh, that's unfortunate. Apparently, they don't have anything good to say about you either.
3: Or it's like a Vince McMahon giving me a production instructions during a broadcast.
2: Yeah, I can imagine that. Uh, yeah. Anyway, I'm, I don't know how Michael Cole does it. Uh, well, I mean, you're a pro, so hopefully you can make it through the rest of this, this show here. Um, of course. Uh, I do have uh, a couple more pizza questions before we, we get back to wrestling. Because, I mean, I'm fascinated by this. I'm learning so many new things about pizza that I never knew before. I mean, it, it, it's incredible. Uh, do you prefer a spicier sauce or, a sw- I don't want to say spicy, but I like a sweet sauce. What do you like your sauce to consist of?
3: Before I answer that a question, I have a crack the case. The problem was I had the broadcast of this interview in a different browser window, and that uh, was a creating the feedback. That makes Sorry sense. About it. Sorry about that. So for me, I like it more on the tangier side instead of the sweet side. I would say I just prefer to just cross it over to the tangier and a saltier side because the cheese is so savory. I feel like that tang really helps get the flavor I want.
2: Yeah that makes sense. Uh, I, I don't know maybe I just grew up with with you know sweet sauce. Uh, most of the pizza places that I went to had the sweeter sauce so uh, but it's all subjective it all depends what you like. Do you like uh, a white pizza for example?
3: I, I do like a white pizza because it has a ricotta which is a greatest source of a protein if you have a part skim ricotta and you have you know an eight or 10 inch of pizza. With a, just a sauce and a ricotta, that's you know seven hundred calories, thirty grams of a protein. You're good.
2: Now, that's, what about now?
3: Cool. What about an Alfredo pizza? It's a it's good. It's a bit of sa- it's very savory, and yeah. you it's a hard to it's hard to amass produce the Alfredo sauce and have it be a good because you kind of have to cook it in a pan. Yeah. So like. It's a hard to put that on your menu because it's hard to keep that a pan unless you have some some special thing with like a preservatives. I have found making a homemade Alfredo doesn't really keep in a such a way to where you can have serve it off of the line. But that's just my experience. Delicious okay, if you can make it work.
2: Yeah, that's fair. Uh, what about some of the novelty pizzas we've seen lately? Like, uh, say, a buffalo chicken pizza. Are do you, do you like a, a spicy sauce on your pizza like that?
3: So I respect this a country as much as the annexed person, but I don't want to see why we need to put the Buffalo wings on the pizza. I don't think that honors our forefathers. I just think it, disrespects the Buffalo wings by putting a bones on a pizza, because then when you take a bite out of it, you bite into the bones and you can get it lodged into your throat.
2: Yeah.
3: So yeah, to that's- me, that's a not a respectful of yeah. our veterans.
2: No, I, I absolutely agree with that. Uh, what about a barbecue pizza?
3: So, you know, there's a lot of different things that can be considered a sauce. And some of those choices are correct and some are incorrect. An incorrect choice would be to put a barbecue sauce on a pizza because that would be, it's basically like putting a candy on a pizza. You're gonna eliminate the craftsmanship and the flavor of a real Italian pizza. If you just wanna have a barbecue, just have a barbecue, or eat a your kids' cuisine, and a dip it in a Casey masterpiece, or whatever a thing you would do.
2: Well, I mean, you're a wrestling, you're a wrestling fan, and you are a wrestler. So uh, I put Jr's barbecue sauce on my pizza, and uh, I tell you, it is actually very good.
3: Hmm. I'm a caught between not wanting to disrespect Jr. and my abhorrence for a barbecue sauce of pizza. Okay, that's fair. I w- I would say. I would say for a, that, a pizza, you can dip sparingly into it out of respect for a Jr. But when you but don't a slide of the pizza in it, because I'm not even sure if his announcing a skills. Can a save it that a match? I mean, a pizza. That,
2: that, that's very true. Um, Luigi, what are your career aspirations in wrestling? Do you enjoy having the freedom on the indie circuit to kind of travel around from town to town? I mean, almost like the old territory days. Uh, or would you like to be in a WWE or NXT or AEW or Impact or Ring of Honor or New Japan or any of the bigger, bigger companies?
3: Yes, I, yeah, so I, I would have definitely loved to uh, get a contract with one of the bigger wrestling companies. Be, being an independent artist for uh, many years, I feel like I've learned that you just have to try. And like I was saying, when you work at a pizza restaurant, you have to uh, go and uh, fight the people that try and attack you. You have to kind of uh, make your own a niche. You can't really expect to necessarily go to any particular place. So I definitely haven't ruled out those goals. But my the goal that I strive for is to have uh, self be self-sustaining with things as they are now, which is I can go I can get a book for shows people can buy my pizza and my merch and get enough of that going to where I'll be able to keep running my business and have it be my only job. That makes so, sense. No, that makes sense. That and if that rolls into and if that rolls into a larger contract, that's a great. But if it doesn't, at least I will be able to have something on my own terms. The people that I I kind of look up to in the industry, uh, would be like, um, you know, like a Danhausen or a Effie, people who pretty much have done things on their own terms. And, you know, eventually, Danhausen got his contract just by being such a man about a town. And I imagine that, like, at some point, Effie will get an offer somewhere if he hasn't already. But he's doing pretty good as far as I can tell.
2: Yeah, and somehow Joey Denelle got a contract, and I can't understand why.
3: I I'm less familiar
2: with the his work. That's fair. Most people are too. Uh, so right. w- would Vince McMahon ever allow you to, to, to make pizza? I mean, he's not, uh, he, I don't want to say he doesn't like pizza, but I mean, you, you've seen his gimmicks from the past. He had a, a trash guy. Uh, he had a native American, uh, he had a goon, you know, he had a couple hockey players, uh, You know, I don't think pizza would fit right in there. He's kind of sports oriented.
3: Uh, Yeah, that's a good point. I might have to make like a football pizza or something where I come out with, I make like the XFL pizza. No,
2: no, don't mention those. Oh, no. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, no, no. Yeah, he would like.
3: Yeah, I don't know. I feel like if a Vincent McMahon saw me in action, he'd probably chuckle somewhat. I don't know if he'd give me a contract, but. I think he'd appreciate how much i make a pizza. I mean, you're
2: passionate about it. I mean, yeah, yeah. make that pizza pal. Yeah. Put those toppings on it, pal. Oh yeah. Nye, work that dough. Work that dough pal. Yeah. That's right. Put the sauce on it. Put the sauce on it. God damn it, pal.
3: Yeah. No, I don't think he would so like I, it. Yeah. I, I think that's, I think that's a probably how the conversation would go. <laughs> probably so. Probably it would be so. Very, yeah. And I would, probably just do exactly what he's saying because i wouldn't have any way to really respond to it that <laughs> he's pretty intimidating it's like yeah i would I always wonder when a people go into their office and he's his office and they're kind of he's kind of ranting out of them like how you how you react with that i guess it's sort of a sort of a social exercise that i do for myself
2: would you get performance anxiety if he made you you know try to make a pizza
3: right on the spot Good question, yeah. Like if I would, you know, where I try to make a pizza really hard and then I then I throw up. Yeah. yeah. And he screams, he's going to make a pizza, but then I throw up.
2: Yeah, that would be pretty awkward. Um, Luigi, I super appreciate you being here. Uh, we definitely have to get back and do this again. Uh, I know we did a lot of pizza talk here. Uh, we'll have to have you back and talk a little bit more uh, wrestling because uh, that is the other half of what you do
3: that's um, right yes i love wrestling and talking about a wrestling as you say we focused on a lot of pizza two a day but i'm always happy to come back and make more pizza
2: well i mean yeah i'm a, I'm a big guy so food's always going to be my number one priority see that just i'm not gonna lie that 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 gets me that gets me a little hot so that's uh, i'm just gonna say that's this is a
3: good thing to do to distract your opponent and then damn when they at least they expect it
2: i mean you you got it all you got it all i mean what what can't luigi primo do
3: massage apparently but other yeah. than that i can't make a go to pizza and i can wrestle and i can make a go to pizza while a wrestling those i would say are my three strongest attributes
2: where can we find you on social media? And let everybody know where they can find you. Uh, if you have any merch uh, and any kind of websites, let everybody know uh, where, where they can get things. Uh, all things Primo.
3: You can follow me on a Twitter at Best Pizza Chef. I'm on an Instagram Luigi Primo PWR. My web store is LuigiPrimo.BigCartel.com. Got a shirts, a stickers, postcards, uh, even a printed a pizza boxes that I can send you and put your order in if you so choose. And uh, I'm a wrestling for those in Texas. I'm a wrestling on the 21st at a hybrid school of wrestling in San Antonio. And then on the 28th in NCWO in um, McAllister, Oklahoma. Wow. So, good so th- th- those, are, those are my next, my two next dates.
2: Well, anybody in that area, definitely go and check out Luigi Primo and uh, maybe he'll sign a pizza for you. Do, do you autograph pizzas or is that unsanitary?
3: Well, I don't want to put the sharpie on the crust because yeah. I think that would affect the taste. But I can definitely do it to the box or anything else that you would bring that you're not going to eat.
2: OK, I'm glad we cleared that up because, I mean, I don't want people, you know, having you sign their pizza. And that's-,
3: that's right. Yeah. And then they they choke or they inhale it and get a SSD. That's a sudden sniffing of death.
2: Yeah, nobody. That's that's one of the most horrible ways to die. So I wouldn't wish that on anybody. Even even uh, the the other pizza guy that uh, that wants to take you out.
3: Yes, me neither. I want to beat him with a good old country of wrestling on September 25th at a Rawhide Rave in Austin, Texas.
2: Luigi, I appreciate you being here, brother. Uh, hang tight. There's a couple of questions I want to ask you uh, about in some other forms of pizza. So uh, I'll do the wrap up here, and uh, you, you just hang tight. I'm going to put you in the green room.
3: We got it. Thanks, Rob. Great talking.
2: Yes, sir. Guys, I hope you enjoyed that interview with Luigi Primo. Uh, He is quite a uh, talker, quite a character, and like he said, a hell of a pizza maker and a fantastic wrestler. Anybody in the Austin, Texas area, please check him out at the dates they said. Check him out uh, at the website and on Twitter. Uh, He is absolutely entertaining. I hope you guys enjoy this show. If you want to follow me on Twitter, I am at rad rob gaming. You can check me out on Twitch, Twitch.tv slash rad rob gaming. I stream every Tuesday and Saturday night, six PM Central. And you can check out my YouTube gaming page called Rad Rob Gaming. If you want to follow the show on Twitter, we are at RTW Brand, or you can send us an email, radturtleswrestling at gmail dot com. Coming up next week, we got another fantastic show. Uh, I don't want to, I don't want to let the cat out of the bag, so to speak. But you're absolutely going to enjoy the guests that we have. So definitely tune in for that. I know it doesn't give you much information, uh, but I, I can't give you any spoilers. But it's it's going to be big. Trust me. Not bigger than Luigi, obviously, because I mean he he is the star of the show. Uh, but definitely tune in next week right here on RTW Rewind. Take care, guys.
1: Thank you for listening to this episode of RTW Rewind. <laughs> For all the latest news and announcements, please follow us on Twitter at RTW Brand. You can also follow Rad Rob at Rad Rob Gaming. You've been listening to RTW Rewind, exclusively here on HMG on Realm and the Rad Rob Radio Network.